Hello and welcome to episode 484 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Wednesday, March 29th, 2023 in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Wednesday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain deliverance from hell. My most beloved lady, I thank thee for having delivered me from hell as many times as I have deserved it by my sins. Miserable creature that I was, I was once condemned to that prison and perhaps already after the first sin, the sentence would have been put into execution if thou and thy compassion hadst not helped me. Thou, without even being asked by me, and only in thy goodness didst restrain divine justice, and then, conquering my obduracy, thou didst draw me to have confidence in thee. Oh, and to how many other sins should I have afterwards fallen? In the dangers in which I have been, hadst not thou, my loving mother, preserved me by the graces which thou didst obtain for me? Ah, my queen, continue to guard me from hell. For what will thy mercy and the favors which thou hast shown me avail me if I am lost? If I did not always love thee, now at least, after God, I love thee above all things. Never allow me to turn my back on thee and on God, who by thy means has granted me so many graces. My most amiable lady, never allow me to have the misfortune to hate thee and curse thee for all eternity in hell. Wilt thou endure to see a servant of thine who loves thee lost? O Mary, what sayest thou? I shall be lost if I abandon thee. But who can evermore have the heart to leave thee? How can I ever forget the love thou hast borne me? My lady, since thou hast done so much to save me, complete the work, continue thy aid. Wilt thou help me? But what do I say? If at a time when I live forgetful of thee, thou didst favor me so much, how much more may I not hope for now that I love thee and recommend myself to thee? No, he can never be lost who recommends himself to thee. He alone is lost who has not recourse to thee. Ah, my mother, leave me not in my own hands, for I should then be lost. Grant that I may always have recourse to thee. Save me, my hope, save me from hell. But in the first place, save me from sin, which alone can condemn me to it. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them. With love for thee, amen. Prayer to the Holy Face composed by St. Therese of the Child Jesus. O Jesus, who in thy cruel passion didst become the reproach of men and the man of sorrows, I venerate thy divine face. Once it shone with the beauty and sweetness of the divinity, now for my sake it has become as the face of a leper. Yet in that disfigured countenance I recognize thy infinite love, and I am consumed with the desire of loving thee and making thee love by all mankind. The tears that streamed in such abundance from thy eyes are to me as precious pearls which I delight to gather, that with their infinite worth I may ransom the souls of poor sinners. O Jesus, whose face is the sole beauty that ravishes my heart, I implore thee so as to inflame me with thy love that it may quickly consume me, and may I soon reach the vision of thy glorious face in heaven. Amen. 300 Days Indulgence. My friends, we are going to check out an article today by Father Lawrence Carney at the Fatima Crusader, which I received in the mail the other day. The subtitle is The Third Secret, What is the Vatican Hiding? This is issue number 130 from the spring of 2023. The title is Linking Our Lady of Fatima 
and the Holy Face. And we've discussed the Holy Face devotion before. We went through the work by the late Mr. John Benari of the Fatima Center. And it's important to re-emphasize it in these challenging times that we're going through. Childlike simplicity is the first segment of the article by Father Carney. The parables of Jesus were only understood by those who were generous, humble, and above all, charitable of heart. The Pharisees and scribes had inordinate love of knowledge, which only inflated their pride. Today, the secular elites, idolaters, and traitors display similar sentiments by claiming that God is dead and that they are gaining godlike powers. But Jesus warned us to be like children. Amen, I say to you, unless you be converted and become as little as children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Those who follow private revelation with an inordinate obedience, excuse me, with an ordinate obedience, may build on the faith which they have learned from their catechism, which ought to give them certain virtues and gifts to understand the providence behind the current crisis. Thus, those who follow the message of Our Lady of Fatima and see the correlations to the revelations of Sister Marie de Saint-Pierre and the devotion, according to the Arch Confraternity of the Holy Face, ought to begin to gain much wisdom and see the world crisis as God sees it. I'll interject briefly by saying the closer we draw to the Lord, the closer he will draw to us. He's always pouring out his grace to us. We have to be willing to accept it. Even that is a grace. What is the connection of the two devotions? May 13, 1917 was the date on which Our Lady of Fatima began to give messages to the three children about souls falling into hell, a vision of hell, and a warning of a global cataclysm excuse me, a global cataclysm such as the world had not seen since the Great Flood. Why did she choose May 13? Perhaps there are many reasons, but she may be pointing to a devotion that was almost lost to oblivion until the past few years. Jesus told Sister Marie de Saint-Pierre not only that he wanted an army to be composed of valiant soldiers who would honor his face like Veronica, but that this work would be attacked. Satan will do all in his power to crush this work of reparation. Sister Marie went on to explain, His aim is its annihilation, as our Lord made known to me, but his efforts will be fruitless. In spite of the devil's efforts, the holy face will triumph and the angels will aid in this victory. This devotion was to have the holy face as its object in order to do battle against our foes, to turn their faces back to God in conversion and to prepare us for the beatific vision in which we shall see God face to face. It was on May 13, 608, that Pope Boniface IV consecrated the old Pantheon, which had been built by Agrippa to Jupiter the Avenger and later dedicated to the Olympic deities. He purified this temple and Christianized it by naming it after the Blessed Virgin Mary, Queen of Martyrs. He had 28 magnificently decorated carriages of saints' relics delivered from the subterranean catacombs and placed them in the vanquished pagan edifice. Among these was the Vale of Veronica. The holy relic, the veil, was exposed to the veneration of the faithful once a year, May 13, the anniversary of the first consecration of the church, as also in the days of calamity, to invoke the pardon and protection of God. Thus we have the connection. Paganism had its deities, Jupiter the Avenger and the lesser Olympic deities, but the Christ and his way brought his church and the ensuing triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the triumph of the Catholic Church. The Blessed Virgin Mary is the 12-star general of the Christian troops 
and her one-star generals are the new Olympians, the athletes known as saints, showing the beautiful way along the royal road to heaven. It is also significant that the relic of the holy face was exposed for veneration in times of calamity. So heaven is telling us a parable today that if you want a new breed of saints, bring out the holy face. If you want the triumph of the church, pray the chaplet of the holy face, which has that as its objective goal. It tells us that such a victory is only possible if we never separate the two hearts, the sacred heart and the immaculate heart. Sister Marie de Saint-Pierre said, he told me to honor his sacred heart and also the heart of his holy mother, for these two hearts were continually being wounded by blasphemy. What is the object of devotion to the holy face? Jesus spoke to Sister Marie de Saint-Pierre in an obscure Carmelite convent in Tours, France, in the 1840s, giving her a simple message. Blasphemy and profanation of Sundays and holy days are egregiously offensive to God the Father. He then told Sister Marie the punishment that these crimes would bring upon mankind. God would not use the elements, but instead would send revolutionary men to subvert society. Jesus then named groups of these revolutionists, topping the list with communists. But with each curse, there is a blessing, because in divine providence, God always allows an evil only in order that a greater good be accomplished. We have the evil revolution, but this adversity ought to stir up saints in these times to make reparation like Veronica did by breaking through the mob to wipe the holy face of Jesus. We render the same service to our Lord today when we break through the mob of revolutionists who daily rob Jesus Christ of the majesty due to him. Infiltrators and outside aggressors used as agents by the demons try to take away our holy Roman Catholic Church. Jesus gives us a blueprint of how to escape from these thugs by performing this devotion as it is enshrined in the arch confraternity of the Holy Face. In a word, the object of devotion to the Holy Face is to make reparation, to repair the relationship between God and our human family. What are the effects of devotion to the Holy Face? Devotion makes us tender towards certain aspects of God, his saints, or the church. Devotion to Our Lady of Fatima encourages us to pray for poor sinners, to acquire a deep understanding of the Immaculate Heart through daily recitation of the rosary, and to make reparation for the five blasphemies against the Immaculate Heart. Similarly, devotion to the Holy Face encourages us to make constant reparation, to give honor to the holy name of God, and to grow in virtues that will prepare us to expand our hearts in charity, so that we will someday receive the reward of all rewards, the beatific vision, seeing God face to face. When reading the Psalms and coming across references to the name or face of God, I am struck to the core and moved to draw more deeply into the mystery of the Godhead. We should all be disposed to such thoughts. Sister Marie de Saint-Pierre received several promises for those devoted to the Holy Face. Among these, we find the following. Those who by words, prayers, or writings defend my cause in the work of reparation, especially my priests, I will defend before my Father and will give them my kingdom. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. Those who are enrolled in and live this devotion, as it is intended, will experience, even in their lifetime on earth, many proofs of their privileged place in the kingdom of heaven. Why should one adopt this devotion? Blessed Pope Pius IX said reparation is destined to save society. Just as the messages of Jesus to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque were given to ward off the French Revolution, 
the messages given to Sister Marie de Saint-Pierre were given to ward off world revolution, the revolution of communists. Our Lord's revelations to her regarding communism took place in 1847, just one year before Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto was published. Venerable Leo Dupont, the holy man of Tours, was a big supporter of Sister Marie de Saint-Pierre's revelations. He obtained a replica of the Veil of Veronica and burned a lamp before it night and day. 6,000 certified miracles were worked by his intercession and the oil of this lamp. This fact alone shows the cosmic proportions of the good which can be accomplished if enough souls enlist and live out the devotion to the Holy Face. To universally promote this devotion, Pope Leo XIII erected the Arch Confraternity of the Holy Face in 1885. The Arch Confraternity remains headquartered in Tours, France, and has associated confraternities throughout the world. How does one live out this devotion? The devotion to the Holy Face was actually designed for people who already have a large prayer life, as well as for those who are growing in prayer and even for converts who are new to prayer, because it does not take up a lot of time. In my observation, devotion to the Holy Face enhances one's devotion to Our Lady of the Rosary. It is the fulfillment of the French school, which had clients like St. Louis de Montfort and St. John Eudes, to name a few. In short, their motto their motto was Ad Jesum per Mariam, to Jesus through Mary. Devotion to the Holy Face of Jesus, as given by Sister Marie de Saint-Pierre and approved as an arch-confraternity in 1885 by Pope Leo XIII, has a most beautiful complementarity with the devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, namely, and that the Blessed Virgin Mary crowns her clients, her slaves, her repairers, and the devotees of her rosary and her Fatima message, with the grace to look upon the face of Christ with the effect and gentleness of his mother. When one who practices the devotion to the Holy Face decides to enroll in the confraternity of the rosary, he or she receives special graces enabling him to pray the rosary well. A word to the wise, if you have not already done so, first enroll in the confraternity of the Holy Rosary through the Dominicans living in your province. Second, enroll in the arch-confraternity of the Holy Face through the League of St. Martin. The form can be found at www.martinians.org. When one is enrolled in the Archconfraternity of the Holy Face, one is expected to, one, be inscribed on the register of the Oratory of the Holy Face, two, receive the rule with the certificate of admission, three, recite every day for the intentions of the Archconfraternity in Latin or English, a Paternoster, Ave Maria, Gloria, and the invocation, Domina ostende faciam tuam et salve erimus. Lord, show us thy face and we shall be saved. Four, wear a little effigy of the holy face with a cross, a medal, or a scapular. Five, assist as much as possible at the monthly meetings. Six, propagate to the utmost of one's power the devotion to the suffering face of our Lord. In my observation, the chaplet of the Holy Face is a powerful weapon in the arsenal of the church militant. It is like a mini exorcism because it invokes a verse from Psalm 67. Arise, O Lord, and show us thy face, and let thy enemies be defeated, and let all that hate thee flee before thy face. These are also the words used in the minor exorcism approved by Pope Leo XIII, used by exorcists when they make a diagnostic examination of someone who is dealing with interference. 
St. Athanasius noted how devils hate this verse in sacred scripture the most. Our Lord asks us in this devotion to fight like little children, hurling the instruments used to torture him in his passion at the enemy. This chaplet has as its chief aim the triumph of the Catholic Church. What are some concluding remarks in light of current events? Over the past four years, people have asked me what they ought to do in the face of the present seeming catastrophe. After a year and a half of prayer and reflection, my answer is be devoted to the holy face of Jesus. Venerable Leo Dupont, when asked what he thought of the Communist Manifesto when it came out in 1848, said that if the communists have their way and the whole world will be enslaved and all our churches closed, I think that he is a prophet for our times. But heaven has equipped us for this epic battle. Since God has issued this scourge, it is he who can lift it and give the remedial blessing. If you walk in my precepts, you shall pursue your enemies and they shall fall before you. Leviticus 26 verses 3 and 7. The wisdom of this devotion, not unlike devotion to Our Lady of Fatima, is that it gives its true clients peace. God will give these clients a wisdom that is not of this world, seeing events as God sees them. This is the time to merit and fervently ask, O Lord, show us thy face and we shall be saved. St. Louis de Montfort said, They shall carry on their shoulders the bloody standard of the cross, the crucifix in their right hand, and the rosary in their left, the sacred names of Jesus and Mary on their hearts. Imagine a vast army, one million mystical combatants, joining under these two banners, the holy face of Jesus with his sacred heart and the immaculate heart of Mary. Would this not be the small force like Gideon's needed to reach the preordained amount prescribed by God to ensure the defeat of those wishing to enslave the world? Oh, what a beautiful sight it will be to see the triumph of the Immaculate Heart and the triumph of the Church over the worldwide revolution. What is the triumph of the Church? What would it look like? King Josephat was greatly outnumbered by the vast army of Moabites and Ammonites, but he prayed a prayer like a golden arrow to wound the bosom of God. He had a Levite preach before the battle, encouraging the men to pray for God to fight this war for them. The king sent the singing men in the vanguard. They sang the mercies of God. They sang in a method of reparation for the blasphemy of the enemy. What happened? The enemy turned on each other. A house divided cannot stand. They commenced to fight a civil war among themselves. This was a type of the secular canons who chanted the Psalms in the cathedrals of the world. Now they are long gone, but the triumph of the church would see their return, and the enemies of the church would turn on each other as long as that Christian vanguard remains on the front line singing the praises of God. You may say this will never happen, but with confidence in prayer, any good, even the most improbable and miraculous can happen. With God, all things are possible. Matthew 19, 26. Lastly, here are a few quick points. St. Therese of Lisieux enrolled in the Arch Confraternity in its first year of existence, 1885. Members share in her graces. St. Veronica broke through the mob to console the face of Jesus. She is the female model of reparation. St. Dismas is the male version because he made reparation amidst all the blasphemies of the cross. He recognized the Savior as he suffered on the cross, having greater faith than even those who saw the glory of God. Jesus told him, 
This day thou shalt be with me in paradise. Luke 23:43. One last note of interest includes the fact that some of the secular canons of the Cathedral of Tours were made the priests of the Holy Face. In a word, this is one of the few devotions that has been promoted by the diocesan priesthood. The Golden Arrow Prayer. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious and unutterable name of God be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells by all God's creatures and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. Father Lawrence Carney was ordained for the Diocese of Wichita in 2007. For five years, he walked the streets of U.S. cities in Cassock, carrying a crucifix and a rosary in each hand in an effort to bring souls to the Catholic Church. In 2014, he was appointed as chaplain of the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles. In 2017, he began the League of St. Martin, a pious association that prays for reverence, reparation, and reversion. The chief goals being enrollment in the Arch Confraternity of the Holy Face and the Confraternity of the Holy Rosary. In 2022, continuing as chaplain of the Benedictine Nuns and Director of the League, he was appointed Apostolic Priest of Wichita, Kansas. The Holy Face devotion, my friends, is very powerful. And as Father Carney eloquently points out, it goes hand in hand with devotion to Our Lady of Fatima. Let us conclude by mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org, and also episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, in which I discuss with my wonderful niece and equally wonderful sister, RPM, which is an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. It's helped thousands of non-speakers communicate, and we hope and pray it will help thousands more. So let's get the word out there because communication is a human right. Let's pray now for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members as we ask for the intercession of St. Raphael. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you through the intercession of St. Raphael, Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Memorare to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness, hear and answer me. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. And a gloria patri for a special intention. 
Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. Sweetheart of Mary, be the salvation of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. Virgo potens, ora per nobis. Sancti Osef, terra daimonem, ora per nobis. Sancto Raphael Archangeli, ora per nobis. In nomine Patris et Fili et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 484 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. And most importantly, please offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.